Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wednesday. And of course, welcome to the episode. Uh, My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I'm so pleased that you were able to join me today today. I want to, well, first of all, before I start, offer you something. And that was uh, if you would like me to give you a breakdown or an overview of how the last launch went, because that's done and dusted now. So last week, oh my gosh, it feels like about six months ago. (laughs) But last week we had the launch for, or not the launch, the doors opened uh, for the second time to Clients on Demand. And uh, I've had a few people ask me how it went. And so I just thought I love being transparent in the ACPPO. Periodically, I do share the insights from the group. And um, some people really enjoy looking at how the engagement is going, um, what are the most common posts, things like that. Um, And some of those people have said, oh, they'd love to see a little bit of a breakdown. But if you'd like me to share with you a breakdown of how the what what the launch looked like and how it went and what the numbers were and things like that, do let me know. Send me a private message on Facebook or send me a private message on Instagram. My handle there is at the private practice coach because yeah, I don't mind sharing that with you and I want you to see what it can look like for you too. But anyway, um, what, what are we talking about today? Okay, first off, we've had a request for a podcast episode. So I'm just going to read it out. So if my voice goes a little bit funny and stilted, it's just because I'm trying to read. And um, yes, I still need another coffee. (laughs) Okay, so here it comes. The question was how to transition between service offering and new service offering, managing clients that moving forward may not align and inquiries based on the old model. This is something that has been coming up for me as I've been moving closer to launching my new service and whilst I'm navigating, well, I'm interested in other perspectives and I also believe this could be a pain point for others. So absolutely, let's have a conversation about this because I think too it aligns really well with my approach because, uh, you know, helping counsellors find their voice, helping them learn to stop comparing themselves to the rest of the world and access the wisdom that they already have within them and build that trust with themselves is something that's super important to me too. But I wasn't always working like that. And my practice, even my um, traditional counselling private practice, had a big transition too. So, you know, the story, it was Medicare, blah, blah, blah. um, And then I retired from psychology. I can't believe that that was two years ago now. Um, Yeah, September the 1st, 2020 it was. Coming up on two years. Um, Again, feels like a lifetime. But I had to transition my clients there as well from, you know, 
paying some kind of a gap to, well, they won't pay much of a gap, honestly. I think at the time, what was I charging? I think I was charging 175 or something and they were getting 88 back. So whatever, so maybe $80. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking off the top of my head, 80 or $90. Um, and then moving into full fee pay model uh, did also require me to navigate that transition. So I can absolutely speak to this. Um, and of course, I've got ways that you can do it. Like, you know, <laughs> you can find shortcuts. I, you know, I think that what was I saying in the launch recently? Smart people buy themselves time by buying other people's mistakes. Yeah. So yeah, you can grab my mistakes just on this podcast and save yourself some time. So I guess you're wanting like the breakdown of the step-by-step. So I'm just going to jump straight into how I did it. First off, um, I always start with my intention. So maybe you've done this already, but start with your intention. Look at why do you want to make this transition? What is the new vision for the practice? Or what is the new vision for the services that the practice is going to offer? And what will that mean for existing clients? So that's really where you have to start because that is going to become your North Star and everything else that you do from that point on is going to be based on the foundation of your intention and your bigger vision for the service and for the private practice. So really allow yourself to anchor into that. And you know how to do this already. If you don't, go back and listen to some of the earlier podcast episodes on intention setting and creating your vision for your private practice. Uh, The next step really is to set a timeline. Um, so for me, I set the timeline of three months, so 12 weeks, uh, because that felt aligned with me in the moment. Um, and I, I just wanted to make sure everybody had enough time to finish up existing sessions and things like that, but choose a timeline because you want the shift to be really clear, um, from a, from that moment, right? The clients need to feel there has been a shift from that moment. So, That's also going to require, so if you say it doesn't have to be three months, right? It might be four weeks. It could be six months. Totally up to you what feels right for you. The important thing is that all of your clients are informed because there may be some clients that you're already working with that also align with the new vision for the private practice and will stay with you. Um, It's not that we're going to lose everybody and call in a whole bunch of new people what we want to try and do is accommodate existing clients, right? Because it's much easier to keep and look after existing clients than it is to find a new one, right? Okay. (laughs) Think about how much energy you put into finding new referrals and new inquiries. Much easier to look after existing ones. Anyway, so that would be the next step. And then look at your communication strategy. So this is where that masculine energy comes in and we're going to be looking at a structure and a process. So the structure and the process that is typically used and that I used was a combination of things. So I had an update on my website. I don't actually have a current website at the moment. I don't think I've had a website for maybe two or three months now. But um, back when I did have one, I put a notice on the website, letting everybody know. It was like an announcement. 
because I wanted to declare it because I just thought that once I make that public declaration out to the world, out to the universe, like everything will just happen for me. So that's what I did. I made a big announcement on my website and then I sent out emails to everybody on my list, past clients as well as current clients, because you know too that it's by connecting with past clients. Sometimes they may need, you know, they might not have seen you for two years. Um, but if you can nurture those relationships, then when they do need support, they'll come back to you. So of course, send it out to everybody on my list. Um, let them all know. And I didn't just send one email. I sent a few different emails. And if you want to um, get a sequence for that, you can join Clients on Demand. Um, well, I've just, you know, sorry, I'm just digressing for a moment here. But since the doors to that closed, um, there've been just a sprinkling of inquiries coming through people saying, oh, Mr. Can I join? The answer is no, you can't because we're over capacity at the moment. Um, we ended up with I can't remember, I think it was 31 or 34 people joining um, and I'd only anticipated 10. <laughs> um, and I didn't know when I was doing the launch when I was going to be offering uh, Clients on Demand again. I will be offering it, I think, in about six months. I'm not sure, don't quote me on it, but I think it's going to be about six months. Um, why am I telling you this? I forget. Anyway, I'll come back to that. But you need to have some, oh, in the, yeah, the sequence for telling people that your practice is having a change of direction is available in Clients on Demand. That's where that was going. So if you want that, you can come along to the next round. But create an email sequence um, that's going to let people know why you've created this change, what it's going to mean for them, all of that sort of jazz, and get that going out. Um, the next thing that you want to do is if you have a physical space, um, you know, make announcement posters and, and put it up everywhere that you're really pleased to announce the change in direction. And this is what the practice is going to look like moving forward and all of that sort of stuff. Now, depending on the degree of change, it might also be helpful for you to uh, talk about in the advertising the marketing whether or not this is going to mean I mean if you're changing who you're working with if you're changing the types of challenges or presenting problems that clients bring to session that you're working with if you're changing the modality that you're mostly going to be using if you're changing your messaging all of that will need to be communicated clearly and then if you're using a virtual admin group, like I used to use one that were based in Brisbane called One Point Connect. They were just amazing. They were super affordable. Um, they sort of charge with the size and the um, workflow of your business. So it was really great for me to get started because it meant I could get support I needed without it costing me an arm and a leg. But you will need to let your, I'm not affiliated with them, don't worry. I'm just letting you know what worked for me. Um, what was I going to say? But you will need to let your VA or your admin know uh, to communicate this to people moving forward. Now, it can also be helpful because you're going to be seeing some clients face to face, uh, having a conversation with them, not on their session time, but maybe, um, you know, I don't know how you do it, but my sessions were always because of well, I'm going to say because of Medicare, I just used to stick to delivering a 50-minute session and keeping that 10 minutes at the end as a little bit of a buffer for the odd client that did need to go over a bit or 
you know, for my time to go to the bathroom or get a get a um, drink of water and, you know, step outside and get some fresh air on my skin before I went in for the next client. Um, but you can use some of that buffer time in your um, therapy hour that you've got in your diary to explain to people what the change is going to mean for them um, and answer any questions that they may have. The next thing that you want to do is, um, if I didn't mention it already, yeah, you set your timeline, communicate the transition, and then you're going to, you know, have a look at your caseload because there will be clients that you've been working with for a long time um, and you need to figure out what your what your change is going to mean for them and what you want to do with those particular clients. So this is different for everyone. It's different for every private practice owner because of your values, but it's also different based on your clients, the relationships that you have with your clients and your clients' needs. So look at it on a case-by-case basis, but my best advice would be do what's ethical. Um, I wouldn't be telling new people, you know, I'm not going to work with you anymore because my focus is changing. I would continue to complete treatment or therapy with existing clients where you have ongoing clients though you're going to have to have a conversation with them and either contain the sessions and put a end date on it or you might choose to refer them on if they're agreeable to that or you might choose to um, continue to work with those clients um, but just not replenish them Okay, or you could say, well, I'm happy to continue to provide services to you for the next amount of time. And then after that, we might need to look at other options. So as I said, it's very individual. You want to do, when I say ethical, I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying because we have a uh, duty of care to our clients and we need to make sure, regardless of which group you're in, we need group meaning like, AHCA or ACCA or ACA or PAGFA <laughs> or any of the CAs, um, you need to follow the guidelines that govern your practice as a counsellor. And while all of the guidelines are very similar, sometimes they're also a little bit different. So do check with them on what they say about termination of therapy, therapy extensions, duty of care, all of those sorts of things and allow your transition to also be guided by that because the last thing that you want to do is, you know, um, what do I want to say? The last thing that you want to do is, I guess, again, this is going to sound scary, but I don't mean it to sound scary. It's just the psychologist in me because in when you practice as a psychologist, it's all about ethics, 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 ethics. Like your first three or four years of study include ethics. Um, and one of the things that is a, a very big degree of importance is doing no harm. And so you just want to make sure that with the transition that you make with your counselling, that that transition is going to be safe for your clients. And there may be the odd client or two who need an extra level of care as you're moving through that transition. So, yeah. And then the other step would be implement from the day that you want to start uh, this new phase of the practice you've chosen your timeline, you've chosen your date. From that date on, do not book anybody under the old practice framework or model. I only start accepting clients under the new. 
okay? So then you are in a transition period where you're finishing off work with existing ones and all the new ones are coming in under the new framework, under the new model. And then probably after a period of about three to six months, everybody will be under the new model, okay? So that's kind of how it's going to look like for you. Um, what else did I want to share with you? Yeah, I just want to share with you that it's safe for you to honor your intention. You know, you, you set that intention, you align the practice with it and you really, it's so safe for you to honor it. In fact, you must honor it because how are people going to uh, work with you and get the best result from working with you if you're not honoring that so you have to show up with integrity um yep so the steps are set your intention honor it follow through with your existing obligations follow through on any existing commitments that you've got with current clients update um, all of your documentation update and by that i mean you'll also need to update your intake um so that it's aligning with all the the new vision for the practice. And then what else did I have down here? So I'm just reading my writing. Yeah, that's it. Um, and understand too that this is a beautiful evolution of your practice. And you know what? While you're making this transition now, you can also find that in the future, like you might change again in 12 months or you might change again in 24 months or 36 months. This is how it goes in private practice. The more PD that you do, the more you learn in some of the online forums, the more you read, um, the more your interests are going to grow and you're going to find things that really light you up and that really excite you and really interest you and you're going to go down that rabbit hole and you're going to learn more and more about it. And next thing you know, you're going to want that to be reflected in your practice. And so your practice does a little pivot over here. And then you love that for a while and then, you know, you're doing some more PD and some more conversations and da-da-da and maybe Brené Brown comes along with her Atlas of the Heart and you think, oh, this sounds really good too and maybe I'll do some PD on that. And so then we pivot the practice again. So your practice is, uh, I believe it's like a living, breathing thing. It's dynamic. Um, if you have a practice that is very static and you're still doing the same thing that you were five or ten years ago, um, I have my own views on that. Like I would... I think it's great if that's what you truly passionately love and you just make that your whole thing. But I think for most of us, um, growth is a natural byproduct of our learning. And for that reason, we need to have marketing that allows us to grow, that allows us to expand, um, that's going to grow with us. Yeah. So anyway, um, you, this won't be the only time that you go through this. So it's really important that you have a process in place to support you um, so that when it happens in the future, you know exactly what to do. Okay, so the steps are to set your intention and really understand your new big vision and connect in with that. Honor it by following it through. Finish up any existing obligations that you have with current clients. Um, we don't want to disrupt their therapy 
or their treatment, whatever they're having with you. Um, if you have ongoing clients, speak to them individually and make a plan with them that's going to fulfill your obligations under duty of care. Um, update your intake procedures. Make sure you've got some good communication happening uh, throughout the practice with you know most of your touch points in the practice so that everybody in the practice including your clients can get really excited with you and feel like they're part of that transition feel like they're part of that um, growth so think about ways that you can help your existing clients feel like they're part of it because when they feel like they're part of it they're going to engage um, and that can be a really really empowering thing for them and it's great for you so those are some keys steps that you would follow as you transition away from working with one type of client or one type of presenting problem or one type of therapy over to something that feels more aligned for you now. Okay. So as I said, this stuff is covered in Clients on Demand. However, good news, um, I can tell you about it now actually because it's Wednesday. (laughs) So I haven't shared this yet, but I've hinted at it. So there are two new memberships that you might be interested in. One is for newbies to private practice or people who are in private practice who might be curious about whether they have everything in place that they need. It's a membership at $7 a month. And in that membership, you get resources. Can you hear that? That's Gabe. Gabe, good boy. He's nesting. There you go. Good boy. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, it's um, full of resources. Plus, every month you get two things. You get a live Q&A coaching call with me, which I love to do. And if you were part of the boot camp, they are so much fun, right? Um, and then the other thing that you get each month is a training a new training comes out each month for private practice. So that's the first membership. So feel free to come along to that if you like. Um, And you can cancel any time and there's no locking contracts or anything like that. It's just $7 a month. And the other one is $49 a month and that's called the private practice in a circle. And that is for people who have already put the foundations in place for their private practice. Um, and are wanting to take it deeper, are wanting to, um, I guess, yeah, when I say take it deeper, I mean in the $7 membership, the Success Hub, you get the basics. In the inner circle, you get more than the basics. You they go, they go further in that. Um, well, the spiritual stuff in there, we look at different ways. We look at the masculine and the feminine um, ways of building your private practice, all that sort of stuff. So that's $49 a month as well. So if you want to join that, you can. And in that group, you get fortnightly live Q&A calls and you get the monthly training and you get a portal with all resources in it. Um, if you know me, I'm no fluff. I over deliver. Well, I like to think I over deliver. Um, so you should definitely come in and check it out. Um, now, I know because of what happened with enrollments for clients on demand, some people asked me. So I only had options there to do subscriptions or payment plans. Sorry. I only had payment plan options, but there were four or five people that said, I just want to pay in full so I can write it off for my tax before June 30. So I will go into um, the Success Hub and into the Inner Circle and I will create a um, 
painful for 12 months for those of you who want to do just that if you want to purchase a 12-month membership and um, claim it back you know and spend that money before June 30 you'll have that option to do that as well Um, yeah so they do count as business expenses which is nice so you can claim it off for work Um, and it may also cover some of your PD you know for those of you who are looking to have PD some of those um, monthly trainings can absolutely count towards that PD for you as well oh and the other thing that you get with um, the groups is each um, membership the success hub and the inner circle both have their own separate Facebook groups as well. Um, You don't have to be in the Facebook group if you don't want to. I know it's not for everyone Um, and some people can't be on Facebook for other reasons but if you want to uh, be part of a community then that Facebook group is there as well. Okay so I know, do you love it so much? It's just another opportunity to work together and just see how you go. Oh, and the other thing is if you join the inner circle, um, you get the private practice success hub included in your membership. So you don't pay two lots of fees. I know, do you love it? I thought you would. (laughs) So look, I will put in the show notes here as well for you. I will put the links to both of um, those Uh, mini memberships so you can come in and check them out Um, they're both brand new so don't expect that you're going to come in and there's going to be thousands of members there's not because I'm only just opening them this week so there won't be many bodies in there yet Um, but it will grow over time as with anything Um, the advantage to you coming in when it's um, so early on and while there are a few people in the group it's that you're going to be able to get more time with me and have more questions answered um, by me so and I would love to do that for you of course so anyway they are the new things that are happening um, because as I said I really want everybody to be running successful private practices by the end of the year this was my big intention for 2022 um, and I know that Some of you weren't able to join Clients on Demand. So this was just another solution to still get you some help while you're building up your practices to a point where you can afford supervision or you can afford mentoring or you can afford Clients on Demand or you can afford coaching, okay? So this is like the (laughs) pre-step to being able to do all of those other things because there aren't any pre-steps, okay? So I hope this was super duper helpful. I hope that you loved it so much. Um, And if you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out, not by email, but either on Messenger or on Instagram. I will talk to you soon. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.